We gotta stop this. Are you certain that the tap water you're drinking well, we'll is safe? Are reporting feeling confident about Less their bodies? Women in the United States have given birth this year so far. Health department says lab work of 12 of those across nine states have gotten high rates of childhood asthma. And now it's time for health in the news. So this week for the health in the news is an article that I found today came from Medscape. So that's medscape.com. It's a medical website with all of the new research that's coming out. So if you want to stay up to date, that's a really great website to follow, medscape.com. And the article is titled, No Strong Benefit of Long-Term Anticoagulation and Secondary AF. I'm going to read that again. Colin's looking at me like he doesn't know what I just said. So I'm going to read it again. No strong benefit of long-term anticoagulation and secondary AF. What in the world does that mean? I told you it's a medical website, right? So they use medical terminology. What does that mean? It means that there is no long-term benefit of taking blood thinners for people who have secondary AFib, atrial fibrillation. Secondary means that your AFib happened as a result of some other disease process that happened. For instance, maybe you had a heart attack and then you had AFib that happened as a result of that heart attack. Or maybe you had open heart surgery and you had atrial fibrillation that developed because of the open heart surgery or the valve that got replaced. Or maybe you have COPD and you have atrial fibrillation because of the effects of the COPD. That is what we're talking about is the secondary atrial fibrillation. And the study shows, and this is a quote, among patients who developed new transient secondary afibrillation, atrial fibrillation, during hospitalization for acute coronary syndrome, sepsis, or acute pulmonary disease, those prescribed an anticoagulant or a blood thinner when they were discharged, did not have a lower risk of stroke over the next three years. Did not have a lower risk of stroke over the next three years. So if you're out there and you're listening and you have had a heart attack or you have had acute pulmonary disease or you've dealt with sepsis, um, acute pulmonary disease would be, again, pneumonia, pulmonary embolism, COPD, pleural fusion, you've had a heart attack, myocarditis, sepsis, even acute alcohol consumption can throw you into atrial fibrillation. If you've had any of those things, when you get released from the hospital, what they're going to give you is a blood thinner. And they're going to tell you, you're going to have to take this blood thinner for at least three years or you will die. Because if you don't take this blood thinner, you're going to have a stroke and you're going to die. Now, the problem with blood thinners is the fact that they're rat poison, right? It's essentially if you put rat poison out and then you compare it to your blood thinner, it's the same exact compound. So when you're taking these blood thinners, yeah, it thins your blood, but it also is poisoning your body. That's why they're so dangerous and they will destroy your health immediately after taking them. So what they found is that they studied for 15 years, they studied thousands of patients with secondary atrial fibrillation and they studied them for, you know, that three-year time frame to see. So they looked at thousands of different patients over the course of a three-year time frame, but they did this study for 15 years. So they looked at all of these people going through that three-year cycle, multiple, multiple different cycles. And what they found was that there is no lower risk of stroke over the next three years taking that blood thinner. So you get prescribed a blood thinner. They tell you that it's going to lower your stroke risk. This study over the last 15 years has found that those blood thinners 
don't do anything to alleviate your risk for stroke. Now, if you want to find this study, you can find it out of, it's coming out of McGill University in Montreal. It was published on September 27th, 2017 in the Journal of Clinical Electrophysiology. I wanted to go over this article today because I think that when people are on a blood thinner, they get so unbelievably alarmed and scared and act based out of fear because if your doctor tells you that if you don't take this certain medication, you're going to die, it doesn't matter how much research you do on that medication and how dangerous that medication is. If you're acting out of fear of your life, then you're going to take that medication no matter the side effects and no matter what it does to you long term, you're not going to care because you're acting out of fear for your life. But the latest research shows that those blood thinners, at least in secondary atrial fibrillation, again, when it's when that atrial fibrillation is happening because of another disease process, that those blood thinners don't do anything to lower your risk of stroke. So that's just something to keep in mind that um, you do have power over your own body and you need to check the fear, you know, Um, ask yourself if you are acting based out of fear because that is no way to live because you're going to continue to make dangerous decisions just based off of fear that's not founded, right? It's not founded in anything and they just realized that. Do you need to get caught up on past episodes of The Dr. Amy Show? Then you can check us out and subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And as always, remember to give us a five-star rating and tell all your friends. If you do need to contact us, you can always call us at 239-628-4899. And always remember your power is on.